signing Jacoby Brissett. Go ahead. Uh, Jacoby Brissett going to Cleveland. Browns traded Case Keenum to the Bills. We're recording. Are we really? Yeah. Hey, what? Is, can we start it over? Is that an option? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, start over. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this in. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, caught me off guard there, but we're still uh, going live. So this is Only Football. I'm Kyle, and that's Rick. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, The NFL just continues to keep surprising us. And I was actually talking to a buddy, and I was telling him that it feels like the craziest offseason we've ever had. But I say that every offseason. And every offseason, it feels like that. But, you know, this has just been another wild one. So uh, we got some really big stories to go over, and uh, we'll start with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, man, so after after being the team that was told first that they are no longer in contention for Deshaun Watson, Watson waives his no-trade clause for the Cleveland Browns and gets dealt to them for in a deal that included three first-round picks. So first-round draft picks from the Texans. I'm sorry, from the Browns. Uh, 2022, 23, 24. Um, the Texans will receive those first round picks. Uh, obviously, the Browns will get Deshaun Watson, a 23 third rounder, and a 24 fourth rounder. And yeah, man, that was uh, that was very, I guess, surprising. You know, because it was they were told the Browns were told you guys are out, out of the bidding war, basically, pretty much. And then what happens after that? Baker Mayfield requests a trade. They, the Browns are saying, we're not going to accommodate your trade request. Browns get Watson. Now all hell is broken loose. Like, what the fuck is going on in Cleveland, dude? Yeah. Well, Cleveland was out of the running, and then we were all thinking, well, is he going to go to New Orleans or is he going to go to Carolina? And to me, yeah. I don't know if it's just – I don't know. You know, sometimes I just feel like there's teams in the NFL that just aren't sexy. And mm-hmm. the the Carolina Panthers have always felt like that to me. It's like, I'm never going to be the guy. I mean, you think about when they had the most hype, probably when Cam Newton was, uh, I think they went 15-1 and won that season and yeah. went on to lose in the Super Bowl to some team. But I know that even through that moment, it was still like the Panthers. Eh. But I don't know if that's personal. I mean, do you feel that way kind of about the Panthers? I was going to say the only time... I've ever really felt like, wow, the Panthers look like a good team is when Cam Newton was there. Mm-hmm. And if he would have stayed there, he would have continued his career there. I think it would have been a a destination kind of like Tampa Bay is now with Brady, right? Honestly, with for me, like, you know, kind of the similarities, like you were saying, Tampa Bay for me was never a sexy destination until Brady got there. Um, and that's what a player does, you know, with Carolina – Cam Newton could have had that same effect. I, uh, you know, I feel like if he if he would have uh, if he would have continued his career there, but yeah, I don't know. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that way about uh, Cleveland at all now? Or no? And I I think Cleveland and Tampa are different because um, yeah, maybe it's not a uh, it's like not an icon of the NFL, but the roster is sexy. And this is the same thing yeah. with the Broncos, uh, top to bottom. It's a sexy roster. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so like. Carolina's not in that boat. They don't have a great, like, they got Christian McCaffrey, who's on the trade block. So who knows if he's yep. even going to be, you know, 
I, I have a hard time thinking somebody's going to give Carolina what he's actually worth, so I see him staying in Carolina. But nonetheless, it just <clears throat> makes sense that uh, he would say no to a team like Carolina. And then New Orleans, I was like, okay, this makes sense, you know, the mm-hmm. bounty gate and, you know, things like that. It's like, of course, yeah. they would have Deshaun Watson represent their franchise. So I, <laughs> I actually, in my head, I was like, yeah, he's going to be a saint. So when Cleveland, I heard about the Cleveland deal, I was like, okay, so why did he say Cleveland's off the table and then go back? Obviously, it's because they were going to give him $80 million guaranteed more than the highest paid player in the NFL in history. Uh, a whopping $230 million contract, fully guaranteed. All guaranteed. That is ridiculous. That That is, to date, the, the, the highest guaranteed money for any NFL player. Yeah. I thought that was, like, crazy. And everyone was just freaking about a Rodgers deal. And then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. this happens, and you're like, wow. I mean, this guy just, uh, what's called, like, set the market? Like, this just mm-hmm. changed everything. Now, I think, and people, you know, people may disagree, but... You know, Baker Mayfield found out that they were bringing in Deshaun Watson, and then he asked for for a trade, saying like the relationship was not mendable. Uh, and it, any time in the NFL, a player says that they want to be traded, that they will not play. Look at the history; they always get traded. They don't stay yeah. and play for that team because if you can't win the locker room, you can't you know you can't play. They can't force you to play. So. Baker Mayfield was obviously really hurt about it. And once that happened, Cleveland was like, oh, shit. Like, what are we Mm going to do now? Because if we don't Mm -hmm. land Watson, we just lost Baker. So they went all in. They said, we're going to give you full guarantee. And the thing is, we haven't seen Deshaun Watson play for a year. I saw him outside the courtroom. He looked really, like, weak and thin and skinny. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that he can't get it back, but it's going to take some time for him to – you know, get back in the swing of things and how, you know, mentally he's able to get back into it. I don't know, you know, taking a year off is a big deal. We saw Michael Vick took like, I think four years off, came back and found success. I would imagine Deshaun Watson, similar playing style can do that too. But Cleveland clearly found themselves in a desperate situation and we'll find out if it worked out. You know, we, we don't know. Yeah, like you said, man, a year of of Deshaun Watson not working out with the team, of not, um, you know, just just playing the game of football. I think a whole year definitely takes a toll. Like if 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 somebody who works out for a living were to take an entire year off, like completely off, yeah, absolutely. That that after that year, they're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like I don't feel the same way I did a year or two ago when I was doing this consistently, right? So I think that's a good point to bring up. They shell out all this money, guaranteed money, by the way, to a guy who hasn't played in a year, who can possibly still be um, disciplined under the, yep. what is it, the uh, personal conduct policy. Yeah. You know, just just because a, a grand jury didn't didn't indict him or whatever, whatever the, the wordage was, was, he still has 22 civil lawsuits, and the possibility of getting uh, suspended or just reprimanded for the NFL's personal player conduct policy. So this is going to take a huge toll on him, I think. But he is still a very good quarterback, I think, once he gets back into it. You know, he just signed the deal. He's going to get into the offseason. He's going to do OTAs. 
he's going to do all these things that um, players need to do to get back into the groove of things. I don't know, like you said, I don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna be his first year in Cleveland. He's he's got a few he's got a few um, um, weapons there, right? Uh, he's got Amari Cooper, who they just signed, and Joku, Jakeem Grant from the Bears that they just signed, and and he has a great running back tandem of uh, Chubb and Hunt. So, I think bringing in Watson was more of a like you said, okay, we 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 lost Baker. What do we need to do now? There's no one else really out there that we can kind of bring in that really um, makes us better mm-hmm. than Baker Mayfield. So let's 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 throw all the money we have in the state of fucking Ohio to Deshaun Watson. The governor and that's exactly done. what they did. Yeah, and I mean Baker Mayfield and losing Baker Mayfield is not the end of the world, but it is when you don't have a backup plan. So I mean yeah. Baker Mayfield. He's a play-action quarterback with a strong running game. He can take you to the playoffs on a good season. But you also mm-hmm. seen at this point we've had a large enough sample size to see that he can't, you know, he can't make it happen on third and ten. You know, he's not for whatever reason he misses wide open <clears throat> targets, or, and then he has a flash of greatness randomly, and you're like, oh, okay, and it keeps you hanging on to him. I think like. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those players that could continue to develop. I don't think he's reached his full potential, but it's going to fully depend on where he ends up now, because this is mm-hmm. kind of one of those turning points in a career where you could say, "What happened to Baker Mayfield?" Like five years from now, you know, like like yeah. we did with Vince Young and stuff like that, or you know, he could end up being like a uh, like a Ryan Tannehill situation. Go to a new team, find success. Um, We'll see. I think Baker's a competitor, and I think he, mm-hmm. you know, he's a leader. He's got a swagger about him. But <clears throat> I don't. My big thing about this whole entire story that bothers me is that Deshaun Watson, you know, being a good football player, whatever, he has to at some point release some kind of a statement to just the general public. And I know for yeah. a fact, and you know, people said while well, the you know the bigger case was going on, people said, "Yeah, I mean, you're not supposed to do that." You know, if you have a lawyer, and the only thing that really came out from the lawyer was saying like, "I'm innocent," and blah blah blah. But like, what about like a heartfelt statement? You know, like if somebody mm-hmm. accused me of something that I truly didn't do, and my reputation and my name and name was you know being slandered. I would go out of my way to make sure that, you know, my truth was heard. And I just haven't felt like that has happened. And I don't know if the locker room, you know, is going to be okay with that. And I think we should question, you know, you know what we're doing if we're just going to just continue life like nothing happened. Because, you know, it's not just the fact that these women or alleged whatever happened might have to live with, you know, guilt and shame for the rest of your life. We don't know what happened. But now you just made him the highest paid football player in the world. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem right to me. And it's kind of something I've noticed the NFL stopped talking about. I remember when this first started, when this case first started, they were talking about if he would even have a career in the NFL because of what he was going through and how there's I, never going to... I remember people saying he was never going to have a career again. Yeah, and now I put on ESPN, I put on NFL Network, I, nobody's like, is he going to be able to win the locker room? They're all just talking about how he's a great player and he'll get back into the swing of things pretty quick and Cleveland did a good job. And I just wonder 
why does time change things when nothing changed? You know, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I also am not too savvy on the grand jury and I know the, but the, the civil lawsuits. So I don't know if civil mm-hmm. lawsuits can put you in jail or not. Um, so like, I don't think so. I think they're more of a, uh, financial thing, of a, uh, like money thing. I, I'm not yeah. exactly sure. I'd have to look that up, but that'd be another interesting thing. But like you said, he's facing suspension probably from the NFL. Roethlisberger did it when he was accused of rape. Uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott didn't, both of them didn't get charged with anything and the NFL punished them both. I think Ezekiel Elliott got in a fight, um, mm-hmm. like five years ago, something like that. I think it was his second year in the NFL. And he got a six-game suspension. So if Deshaun Watson got anything less than six games, I would be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if it's a full 10 games. But I know that it's in the fine print of the contract. Some kind of... Uh, it's, I don't know it has if to it's, be. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a guarantee that you'll still get paid <clears throat> even though you're going to be suspended. Or it's like mm-hmm. if you get suspended, we'll pay you later type thing. But the Cleveland Browns are aware of this uh, situation and it's been addressed. So... We'll just let it play out. Unless I get some kind of a statement personally as a fan, I am just kind of not okay with it. You know. Yeah, and you bring up a couple good points there. Uh, I first want to touch on the Baker Mayfield stuff, right? He has been, you know, he, like you said, you, you question his, not question, but it, the, the tape says that he's, he's not a very good quarterback. He's pretty pretty average, maybe a little bit below average quarterback. Somehow, he is still the best quarterback the Browns have had in the past decade plus, yeah. which is crazy when you when you really look at his 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 career. Right, he took him to the playoffs I think once, um, and I thought when they when they when they had drafted him, my initial thoughts was this is the guy that's going to bring them out of this they can't draft a quarterback type of narrative, right? And while he did do that in a way, he wasn't he's not that guy anymore. He he. After two, three years, he, he we were all like, okay, never mind. He's not that guy. But he did bring them out of that um, irrelevancy, I guess. You know, I would call it. He brought he, yeah. he brought the Browns up. You know, the Browns were talked yeah. about. The Browns were the Browns, a big deal. Yeah. Two thousand eighteen. The Browns were a thing. You know, exactly. Exactly. They were talked about. He brought them into the spotlight of the NFL. Like, hey, the Browns are good, or that you know they're decent. Um, so I think he deserves some credit for that. You know, obviously it does, doesn't it doesn't always work out in in your favor. He I'm sure he wanted a way better career with Cleveland. Um, he did way too many commercials. I think. Uh, I like him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, it's like it's like stop doing commercials, dude. Focus on your third, third down <laughs> conversions. Um, and then we get you know with Deshaun Watson. You're right. Like it was it was taught. When it happened right before last season, I was like, this guy is never going to play again. We mentioned it a couple episodes ago. I was like, whenever they bring the graphic of Mahomes, Trubisky, and Watson, you know, it's going to be like, all right, well, I mean, we got the second best quarterback in the draft, really, right? Yeah. Morally. Um, but, yeah, it's not talked about anymore. And and the, that is kind of like, I guess, disturbing in a way, right? Because you think about what he was accused of and the fact that, like you said, he didn't come out with a statement adamantly de- denying all these allegations. And you kind of think, I've, I've, I haven't really changed my mindset on this whole thing. I was like, I still think he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Even though even though a grand jury didn't want to go through with it, like, 
like you said, like a, a, a statement from him being like, hey, I'm happy that the jury realized that maybe the evidence stacked up against me was, you know, looked or sounded wrong because I didn't do it. That would have been like, okay, this guy is ready to come back, play football, get rid of all that noise. And, and, and it just would have made me feel better, like you said, as a fan. He didn't do any of that. And it is kind of sus to kind of see him now as the highest paid NFL player, NFL quarterback, whatever it may be. Yeah. And coming into a league that now is talking about him, hyping him up. He's going to the Browns. He's coming back. Deshaun Watson's, this, you know, it is kind of, in a way, I guess, disturbing and like, yeah. what, what is the NFL doing? You know, we've talked about it on this show before, what, what they do with like, with certain uh, crimes and certain, certain players. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, and, yeah, like I said, I'm not very happy about it. And just like a little personal side note, like growing up with two parents that were in and out of jail for a crime that they didn't commit, I'm very hesitant to say anybody's guilty, and I believe in the justice system. The problem is it doesn't always work. And mm-hmm. I don't believe just because you have enough money to pay people off. Like, okay, let's say he has $230 million, and each woman will drop the charge for $1 million. That is like equivalent to like seven dollars, you know, yeah. out of like a thousand. It's nothing. It's like yeah. So like the idea that money can literally buy like buy your freedom is to me just like what what really bothers me about it. And 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 then also the the idea that women are after like people that have money. It's like okay, that might be true once in a while, but no, I'm not buying that because there's a lot of NFL players that have never been accused of this. And if it does happen, it might be, you know, wow, what a coincidence. And I would retract my statement if it happened with one person. This is 22 people mm-hmm. saying the yeah. same thing. Like we don't have to yeah. sit here in a room and be like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Like dipping our toe in yeah. the pool. Like yeah, he did. Yeah. He, he did this. You know what I mean? And now it's like, what are we going to do about it? What do what are we going to feel about it, you know? And as far as everybody else in the world, what it really seems is that everyone's moved on. And, you know, we beat that horse to death. But, you know, if, if he did do it, you know, I hope that, you know, the, the women involved have found some, you know, sense of peace. And hopefully that money that he gives them ultimately will help, you know, mend that wound. But, I, yeah, if this was, a, you know, a Joe Schmo working at H&R Block... On you know, a forty thousand dollars salary, he would be in prison. He'd be, he'd be fucked. Yeah, in prison. And now this, this guy's the highest paid NFL player in the world. And if this was if this was Baker Mayfield requesting a trade, ten million dollars in, he'd be yeah, he'd be hard fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then last last thing about Baker, moving on, he is a first round overall pick. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that Browns team did have just so much dysfunction, dysfunction coming from the root of. Uh, not having any stability, fire coach, fire GM, get new coach, new quarterback. They had more quarterbacks since the Super Bowl era than any other team in the NFL. And Baker Mayfield made it feel like Cleveland was stable. And Mm -hmm. I guess Mm -hmm. they felt like, you know, at the quarterback position that they didn't need to look elsewhere for however many years that lasted. And that's a huge achievement, you know, just just that. And that's... Yeah, that's what I feel like a lot of people aren't saying. Like, they, they went through a huge turnover in the middle of him being in Cleveland. And like you said, he still made it feel like it was a destination to come to almost. You know, not not, not like 
I don't want to say like uh, a Tampa Bay, you know, with Brady, Mm -hmm. a destination, right? But it was still like, hey, we we can make things happen here. Um, Again, I don't feel like a lot of people talk about that. People people were picking them to win the Super Bowl when they got Odell. That is not that is a fact. Like people were were going on air and saying the Cleveland Browns are going to have the most explosive offense, and Mm -hmm. you know, with I, I think their their safety ward. Is like one mm-hmm. of the best in the NFL. They're like the defense is good. They got the two two of the best running backs in the NFL. They just you know mm-hmm. they got Baker. They just added uh, they got Jarvis Landry. Then they added uh, Beckham. Odell's like LSU teammate. Yeah, they added Beckham. It was like yeah on paper that team was going to the Super Bowl. And you had so many one in fifteen, zero oh in sixty, or one in sixteen, two in fourteen seasons. You mm-hmm. know, and then just to be like hey like get rid of this guy. I mean, whatever. But if uh, yeah. if he doesn't get you know, if he doesn't get another real shot, I, w- I would be disappointed because I think. So let's talk about teams that you think he could go to, and I did want to talk about Trubisky and Pittsburgh because I think that could actually work out. I think Mike Tomlin is a fantastic coach because uh, mm-hmm. he he's a defensive mind guy, but he also. Um, He's a, just a natural leader, and he's a winner. So it's kind of like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning effect. Um, like Tom Brady made Bruce Arians a winner, and if you don't mm-hmm. think so, look at his records in Arizona. And it can no, nobody comes to Tampa to watch Bruce Arians. Yeah, come to watch Tom Brady. Exactly, and the opposite can be true for a head coach. Uh, the fact is, like Mike Tomlin ha- hasn't had a losing season since taking over for the Steelers. Period. And he took over for the Steelers in 2005. That's 16 yeah. years of winning. You know, with you know Ben Roethlisberger coming in and out. Any kind of there's so much movement and chess pieces moving around. Like any kind of stability to that extent is a huge accomplishment. Mike Tomlin is probably not. I don't know why he should be talked about as one of the best coaches in the NFL. I know they say he's one of them, but I, he should be talked like the same way you talk about Bill Belichick. You should talk about Mike Tomlin and mm-hmm. uh, Trubisky coming from Chicago, uh, where you know that the turmoil going on over there, and you know he still oh, has yeah. <laughs> flashes of greatness. I like yep. him in Pittsburgh. I think he's gonna. I think he he might do good things. I would be interested though for. Uh, you know, trade destinations, you think, because I thought Pittsburgh in my head when Baker became available because of that whole battle it out type thing and raising quarterback competition. But it's kind of weird because they both seem like, you know, if you're going to, I feel like what Trubisky needs is not a guy to come in and compete. He needs a team to say, you're our guy. Like, yeah. And, and, and with, like you said, with Mike Tomlin, I think, if there will be some competition with Mason Rudolph and maybe Dwayne Haskins. I don't know. I don't really know how much competition Dwayne Haskins is going to give them. <laughs> but with Mason Rudolph, um, there might be a little competition. And and the similarities between Trubisky and Baker are kind of there. Both first rounders. Obviously, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield was a number one overall. But as far as destinations for Baker. Uh, Man, it's it's tough because you look at Carolina, and while they're not a very like you said they're not a very sexy team, they need a quarterback. Um, 
I, I forget his name because he's he's that bad. Whoever the quarterback was last year. Um, oh, uh, um, you go on. I'll interrupt you when I think of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they he still is some. He's still a pretty competent quarterback. He still has shown flashes. And like you said, I think Baker needs more consistency as far as maybe coaching, maybe GM, maybe just the team. And while maybe. I don't know. He might find it in Carolina because the other team I was thinking of is the Saints, but they're already talking about bringing Jameis Winston back. Yeah. So Carolina might be that that move. Um, there's not really many other teams I can think of other than Carolina, New Orleans, maybe Atlanta if they want to uh, go go away from uh, go away from uh, Matt. What's his Matt face? Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan. And the the guy. Uh, that was in Carolina last year. He went to USC. The Jets traded him for Zach Wilson, or they drafted Zach Wilson, so they got rid of him. The USC guy, it's like Sam or something. Sam Darnold. Sam yeah. Darnold, yeah. yeah. Um, now, what's really so, weird is like back in like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady days with like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, there was like five elite quarterbacks. And like now we're sitting in a circle and we can name with one hand how many teams need a quarterback. That's a really good thing mm-hmm. for the NFL. It's a lot of good watching TV, you know. Uh, yeah. There's not that. There's not that many needs now. Here's my. Here's my like little take on this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's possible that he could do one or two things. Baker could go to a team that already has a quarterback, mm-hmm. but is on the verge of retiring. So when I say that, I think of, like, Matthew Stafford. Or... Well, he just signed a deal for four years, I did think, he? right? Yeah, he well, did. this will be my last episode. Uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> let me just... Yeah. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me look at it. Uh, I just saw this. Rams and Matthew Stafford finalizing a four-year, $160 million extension. Oh, never So mind. it's an extension. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think Stafford had that much ball left in him. I guess yeah, he, you know, does, I, does with, does seem like it. With the way the rules are now, it's not Tom Brady. That's probably why he came back. He was like, "I'm not going to be known <laughs> as the guy that played till he's 45 because everybody's going to do it. I got to play till yeah, 50." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and look, look. The only now that you say that, the only other team I could think of is where did Drew Locke go? Seattle. Maybe wow. Seattle. Yeah, maybe Seattle's kind of looking like uh, Drew Locke's not necessarily a quarterback who's about to retire, but he's definitely not someone who has proven that he's 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 a good quarterback in the league, right? No, he's definitely he he started games. He's a he's a veteran. Maybe you look at a team like Seattle. Maybe you look at a team like the Giants with um, with uh, Daniel whatever his name. I, I forget a lot Jones. of names. I don't know. Yeah, why. the Giants. Daniel Jones. That's good. You I know? think the best team if they if they were smart. And I know they believe in Davis Mills, but the Houston Texans should mm-hmm. call. And but the reason I think they won't they did just trade Watson. They did just trade Watson. But the reason I think that it's not gonna happen is because if they were already dealing, then it would have been involved in the trade. Baker would have been involved yeah. in the trade if they wanted him. Yeah. And the, and you know Cleveland That's didn't true. want him. So I'm already taking the Texans off in my list. Um, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the 49ers, like, you know, Johnny G. Yeah. I'm not sure how sure they are. I think the 49ers have a lot more complicated. It's easy to forget about it when you're in an NFC championship game. 
But when mm-hmm. you think about the state of the 49ers, it's like, what the hell is going on? You got Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jimmy G, like, saying thank you to the fans and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically saying goodbye. Then a week yeah. later, you got Kyle Shanahan saying that he, you know, isn't, like, being traded right now. And then you mm-hmm. got Trey Lance probably com- more confused than everybody. And it's like, is Trey Lance even ready? But is Johnny G, G even good? No, but he's a great leader. Jimmy G? Or Jimmy G? Johnny G? <laughs> Dude, people love playing with uh, Jimmy. People love it. Like, all, that's like what he's, all the players are saying. He's a player's guy. Everyone wants to play with him. But he's not great. He's just not terrible. He's, he's, he's not. And, and the argument is always like, he wins. Yeah. He finds a way to fucking win. Look at his numbers. Or not his numbers. Yeah, but exactly. look at the, the 49ers when he's out. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it makes a huge difference when he's in there uh, yeah. for whatever reason. Because I watched even the Packers game. Because he fucks porn stars. That's why. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that has something to do with it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> um, My man Jimmy G. Fox. <laughs> But, you know, watching the Packer game, he threw, like, four balls where I was like, ooh, you do that again, it's going to, the, it's, you know, that's going to be a pick six. Like, he just does things, yeah. and you're like, what are you doing? Like, why, what were you thinking when you did that? And somehow, like, 90% of the time, the ball bounces in his favor. And it's like, ooh, yeah. you know, sweat it off and move on. <laughs> but, like, the people watching, you know, if you, if you watch, it's like, dude, one of these days, like, this shit's going to catch up to you. And it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be a good look. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I, I don't know what's going on with the 49ers and that whole scenario. Just actually like hurts me, like my brain to think about because <laughs> I, I, I like having an idea or some kind of guess of what's happening. And as a fan, yeah. I feel like I don't even, I have nothing. You know, I don't know what they're doing. That's true, and and like you said, it's confusing. Trey Lance must be the most confused fucking quarterback in the league easily right now because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But I think that is definitely a very viable option for uh, Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we mentioned, the Seahawks, um, possibly Atlanta. You know, uh, Matt Ryan possibly, you know, leaning towards retirement, but I think he just wants to keep playing. Yeah. And I know the Dolphins brought in Bridgewater. Did we talk about that in the last episode? I don't think we did. No, yeah, so they did bring in Bridgewater. Bridgewater and Tua. If anything, Bridgewater brings uh, leadership, and I think they brought in a guy like Bridgewater to teach Tua how to walk, how to talk, how to be in NFL. Because you know whether Bridgewater is good or not, he's a, a veteran, you know, and yeah, he's a, a natural leader. I was a as a Bronco fan. I watched every game last season. I always do, but all the press conferences with the players. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, even when we were losing, like he held that locker room together. He was a natural leader. Um, mm-hmm. He is truly an incredible. He's a man, like, like a great man, and um, he won the Demarius. That man's a man. That man's a man. Like, it, dude, <laughs> he, he's not the best quarterback. You know, Glory Days will never be what he was in Minnesota. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just pay for a guy like that because of the leadership quality that they bring to a team. So yeah. I don't yeah. I don't see him going to Miami, which would have been like on my list until that move happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and as bad as, as bad as it sounds, probably for Jacksonville fans, I think that they should just bring him to Jacksonville, 
and let Trevor sit for like a season or two. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I don't. I that's just my take on it because yeah, you know, you threw Trevor Lawrence in the fire and it didn't work out. Now why don't yeah. we like salvage this while it's you know salvageable and mm-hmm. bring in a guy like Baker Mayfield and you know you don't have to watch film when you can watch from the sideline and you can mm-hmm. you know really study the game and really get to you know a feel for things and and see how Baker does and then if Baker really starts like playing good you're like what do we do at Trevor well nothing now you trade Baker for two first round picks so you know it's like you up the value on him up the yeah, value pretty on much you pretty much control that situation i don't ah, man i don't know i've always kind of me personally, I think that that is somewhat of a digression for uh, for Trevor. Um, as much as a move like that would kind of make sense, you know, with with the Bears last year bringing in bringing in uh, the 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 God, I can't even remember his name. That's how much I didn't give a shit about him. Um, oh, you know, for Justin Fields, uh, Nick Foles. No, not Nick Foles, the redhead guy. Oh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, when they brought him in and Navy pretty much called him the starter, a lot, myself included, as well as all the other Bears fans are like, well, why did you draft Justin Fields? Throw him out there, see what happens. And it's always something that, that, that can always have a positive or a negative effect, right? Because a lot of people were like, well, look at Peyton Manning. He set the rookie record, right, for interceptions and then became a fucking Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl winner. An all and an all around legend of the game, right? Um, but if you bring in Baker Mayfield for Trevor, I don't know. I for personally, what I think is, I, I don't think that's good for Trevor Lawrence's. Um, um, I guess becoming of a great quarterback. You know, he, yeah. I, I just think it kind of fucks him up, and he's like, well, they drafted me first overall, but now I'm being replaced by. Another first overall pick. Like, what? What's exactly the situation here? Then I be. Then I think you know. Then it's a Trey Lance situation. What's going on? Why was I drafted? And why is someone starting over me? Or, you know, someone that I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of confusion and definitely digresses their, their. Um, I guess potential maybe. Maybe maybe it maybe it kind of cuts them back a bit as far as production. But like you said, it does kind of bring that uh, Baker Mayfield may look really good on the Jacksonville squad. Yeah. Trade him in the middle of the season for somebody who needs a quarterback. You know, everyone, sh- sure, every every team right now has a quarterback. How many of those quarterbacks are really going to work out, right? Like, you can't have 32 Super Bowl championship quarterbacks, right? Like, like yeah. there's going to be some, some cracks these guys are going to slip through. So, like you said, I think that's a very interesting take. I don't know if I would go that route uh, for with Trevor Lawrence and Baker Mayfield, but... You, I mean, it, it makes it makes sense in that sense. Yeah, and it's weird because the the quarterback carousel or the way the dominoes fall, this is kind of unorthodox from what was supposed to happen, and now it's like the butterfly effect because now you're let's say you're the Commanders and you just traded mm-hmm. for Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, and now this happens, and you're like, okay. You know, like, is Carson Wentz better than Baker Mayfield? I don't think so. Carson Wentz yeah. gets hurt more. I mean, Baker had a yeah. couple injury issues, but they're not serious. So it's like, yeah. you know, there's teams like that. You know, then the Giants make a lot of sense to me because I know they're just pounding it in their head that 
Daniel Jones is their guy. I'm just I'm not I'm not so sure because I watched Daniel Jones play last season <laughs> and he's not great, you know? <laughs> A lot of people did and were like, eh. Yeah. So like if you're the Giants, you know, I think you gotta make that call. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens with the teams that already made their quarterback move. And it just wasn't sexy. Like, even the Mitch Trubisky to Pittsburgh. Like, what's going to happen with those kind of Tier 2 quarterbacks now that Baker's available? I guess it depends if they see, you know. It's all about mm-hmm. potential. You know, so, like, uh, fans care about this season. Coaches care about this season. General managers care about the next five seasons. And mm-hmm. if they think, you know, Baker Mayfield could ultimately, like, develop into one of the best quarterbacks in the league, maybe you... Uh, you know, you lick your wounds, whatever. You you just got a quarterback, and you're, now you're going to get another one. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that. But it'll be interesting. I don't, I, uh, I I don't know even when to like expect something to happen. I think it could happen any moment. But it would also be really interesting if we get closer to training camp and preseason, and Baker doesn't have a home, and that would be kind of weird. Yeah, because they brought in. Um... Who do they bring in as well with uh, Jacoby Brissett, right? With along with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen there? We're going to follow that pretty closely. Like you said, it's going to be very interesting to see as it gets closer to uh, like preseason things like that. Does does Baker Mayfield have a clear cut, you know, direction on where he's going? So we'll see. We'll we'll see if the team picks him up. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see. But you know, speaking on quarterbacks. The the bigger news, I guess, it was somewhat expected, somewhat not expected. Some people were expecting it, some weren't. Tom Brady coming back for another season with Tampa Bay. Um, he he, I guess I forget if he he tweeted about it. I'm pretty sure he was like, "Hey, I I can't stay away. I'm coming back for the 23rd season in Tampa. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field, not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now." I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season, unfinished business. Let's fucking go. <laughs> what are your... We were speaking before the show and you were kind of like, I kind of saw this coming, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, have you ever just hung out with your family for 40 days straight? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, this is like when people <laughs> in the military take... Uh, Christmas leave and then remember why they joined. So like I'm not saying I'm not saying he's got a bad relationship with his family or anything like that. But if like TB12 wasn't set up for him to like take a different you know role. But ultimately, I don't think this has anything. People try to make jokes like I just did. I don't really think it has anything to do with that. I think he enjoys being around his kids and his wife. I think he's just a competitive guy and that you know that competitive edge you know he needs to keep scratching that itch until it's not there anymore because what he doesn't want to do is be you know in his 60s like I had a you know I had a couple more seasons there was people saying I should have won the MVP the year that Aaron Rodgers won it I left when I was actually voted for as an MVP and I wasn't even declining and oh yeah by the way I almost led it like a 24 point comeback uh, if it weren't for that crazy uh, play played a coop, uh, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup. They, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden that would have gone to, you know, I think was that overtime? If it wasn't overtime, uh, it was like it should. I'm pretty sure it was overtime. 
It was yeah, yeah, it was overtime and it was like the second mm-hmm. play or something yep. like that. But the the fact of the matter is the Rams went on to win the Super Bowl and now you're Tom Brady and you're like, "Wow, I was that close to winning another one. I was almost yeah. an MVP and I'm done." Uh, I think personally he got into a fight with Bruce Arians. They weren't seeing eye to eye. I think they're both, uh, you know, they're both professionals, and all of it was very yeah. well hidden, um, as best as it could be. But ultimately, the relationship was repairable, and they did repair it. But when the season was over, because of that relationship, Tom Brady said he was going to retire. Yeah, and I, I, I heard a lot of talk about that with his maybe butting heads with Bruce Arians, um, just not agreeing on the same things. And it goes back to what we said earlier, right? The, the Bucks fans are going to watch Bucks games for Brady, not for Bruce Arians. This isn't a coach league, really. This is a this is a star player league, <clears throat> obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and it, I I think you know you joke about the whole family thing. A lot of people were saying that as well, but I just think it was him, Brady, just being just the guy that he is, the competitive guy that he is. He's like fuck. I know in in my in in my heart I can go out there play another two, three years, whatever it is, and compete and, and, and do the things I've been doing since I, you know, came in the league. Um, I just think that's really what it is with Brady. Um, I'm sure maybe some of that Bruce Arians heat was, you know, had something to do with it, um, as I'm sure all relationships, strained relationships have uh, with any career. Yeah. Um, but I really think at, at the core of his being, Tom Brady was like, I can absolutely do this. I'm coming back. I want to play football. I, I just don't want to not play football. I don't want to be. I don't want to not be competitive. Uh, so I think really at the at the end of the day, that's kind of what brought him back. And you know whether whether or not that may be true, that's that's kind of what I believe. Um, whether it's it's his family annoying him, <laughs> um, or or just any other outside forces, but I really think that's what it is. And he comes back to a team that. You know, they. We we were talking about quarterbacks. We were, you know, at a point we were like, well, what's going to happen with Tampa, right? Uh, which quarterback do they bring in? But now that he comes back, they are one hundred percent favorites to win the NFC South and to maybe even win the Super Bowl. I was mentioning it earlier, um, pre-show that he has won a Super Bowl. In the in every basically every even year since 2014, <laughs> 2014, 16, 18, 20. Yeah, 2022 is coming up, man. I think this 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 might be a, a, a time to call a Brady Super Bowl or another Buck Super Bowl. Yeah, and people were talking about Tampa Bay and they're not going to be able to keep their you know this roster, but you know Tom Brady being in Tampa makes it a free agent destination. So you're already mm-hmm. seeing. Uh, some of the guys signing, they just signed, uh, I don't know who it was. They just signed a new player who's a defensive player who I wasn't very familiar with, but apparently he was, uh, oh, no, 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 it was, um, it was a player on the Bucks. He was able to test free agency, and ultimately he decided to come back once Tom Brady came Godwin? back. Godwin? Godwin. No, right? no, no, it, was, it wasn't Godwin. Um, no? okay. It was somebody on the defensive side of the ball that plays with... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Who's their safety over there? That's like really, really good. Uh, he, I'll I, be honest, I don't really know too much. <laughs> um, 
man, it's going to bother me. I'll, I'll say it when it comes back, but yeah. Um, you know, you're already seeing that players are going to want to be around them. And then every season, I mean, you see there's always a team that kind of goes deep that you wouldn't think. You know, think about the Giants mm-hmm. when they beat the Patriots the first time. Think about, mm-hmm. you know, Cincinnati last year. Uh, think about Pittsburgh going in as a wild card team in 2004. There's always uh, 2005. So, like, there's, there's yeah. kind of always these teams that kind of just kind of squeak in. And you're like, oh, okay, um, that's cool. And I think personally that's why it's any given Sunday. But is Tom Brady going to be your quarterback? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, you can always be that team that squeaks into the Super Bowl. Ten out of ten times mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, something. If Tom Brady's your quarterback on any team, you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And that you can yeah. put, him on the, put him on the Jaguars. <laughs> right now I'll say, sure, I'm. yeah, I think that – they could beat the Texans. I think they could beat the Colts, and I think they could beat the Titans. You know, maybe they go one and mm-hmm. one with the Titans, but ultimately mm-hmm. they probably win their division. And then who knows what happens in the playoffs? Now we have a chance. So exactly. You know, the last thing nobody's talking about the uh, like. Have you ever bought a pair of sunglasses and you wear them? You know, like and they're awesome for the first like week in the first month, and then like mm-hmm. after six months. You're at the store and you see another pair of sunglasses and you're like, man, remember how happy I was when I bought my sunglasses? I think that <laughs> I think that happens with Tom Brady's Super Bowl rings. I think he wears it and then he just, you know, it kind of goes out of fashion. <laughs> Time goes by <laughs> and he's like, you know he's what? He's like, man, that 2020 year was awesome. I want to do it again. <laughs> he's like, I, I just need a new ring with a new design. Uh, yeah. That's probably what it is. <laughs> My man's just collecting <laughs> Super Bowl rings, like fucking people collect. I don't know trading cards. And he's he, like, yeah, this one's cool, but that one looks way cooler. He's got more Super Bowl rings than I have watches and sunglasses put together. <laughs> <laughs> I have two watches and four pairs of sunglasses. He has seven uh, rings. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to watch him back. You know, obviously a lot of people were kind of calling it. He's gonna come back. This and that. Good for football. Good for football. Very good for football. Absolutely, very good for football. So, and you know, it kind, it, it, it kind of just it just takes takes away one team that needs a quarterback. And we're we're not sponsored by uh, FanDuel or anybody, but I do want to say there was a there was a guy. And this is kind of the funny gray area. So, like, if you were Tom Brady's friend and he called mm-hmm. you and said, hey, I'm coming back. Because <laughs> that's what happened. There was somebody that put, like, $200,000 on Tampa to win the Super Bowl. But their yeah. odds were, like, 1 in 30 because Tom Brady hadn't said he was coming back yet. And then he yeah. put the bet in, and then the next day, the odds went to, like, 1 in 16. So it was like he, was he like, like bet two hundred thousand dollars to win like fifteen million. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I I would love to be Tom Brady's friend and him just telling me that. I'd be like, all right, let's take it to the bank, baby. Yeah, boy, let's go. Well, I started wondering because we were talking about betting last time on our last yeah, episode. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder, like that's a whole part of betting that I don't even think about. But I wonder how many times the odds change because players are oh yeah gonna play or they're not gonna play. Like last year, I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had like a small bet on the the Titans Broncos game, and mm-hmm. the odds were like really good for me because, or they were not that great for me because Derrick Henry, we didn't know if he was like coming back or not, 
or uh, yeah. oh no, it was the Giants with Saquon Barkley. So the odds were like oh, really yeah, yeah. the odds were uh, you know it's like the Broncos were going to win for sure, mm-hmm. and then Saquon ended up playing that game. And the Broncos still won, but even injuries, you know, you get a buddy to call yeah. you. It's like, hey, everybody, Vegas included, think I'm out Sunday. Your Every boy's playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm lacing like, up. Go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's like a whole other side. You know, they the players can't gamble. It doesn't mean their family can't. <laughs> you know, like that's, hey, that's that's a nice little workaround there. I like that. <laughs> um, let's move on to Kyle's brother's boner alert. Um, Devontae Adams <laughs> is signing with the Raiders, no longer with the Packers. Is it? Is it like a half chub now? What is it? What, what do we got now? I don't <laughs> know, I don't know why I would care about the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, your brother. You said your brother was going to be hard for another four years oh, no. after yeah. signing. Yeah. And now oh. with Devontae Adams. <laughs> I didn't know. It. I literally was like, wait. <laughs> Is that what we're calling the segment? Like, there's always going to be yeah, a boner Connors, alert? <laughs> boner alert. Kyle's brother's boner alert. Oh, um, That's... After the four years that Aaron Rodgers signed, Devontae Adams is traded from the Packers to the Raiders. Um, Packers are getting a 22 first and second round pick from them. And this just completely makes the AFC West, like, a toss-up now. Um, no. Yeah, it makes it. A th- I think it makes it a toss up. I think. I think an addition like this, yeah, w- to Derek Carr, <laughs> uh, to the Raiders, and, and and that's not. And you know, I th- I don't know if we mentioned it earlier or not, but the Chiefs also signed Juju Smith Schuster to a one year, ten million, almost a mil- eleven million dollar yeah, deal. I saw that, of course. So now, as a Bears fan, <laughs> I'm really happy about this trade. Let me just. Let, I just want to say that out loud first, right? Um, there was also. There was also there was also reports or people talking oh, about that Rodgers yeah. knew, yeah, the people knew that while Rodgers was uh, signing his deal, he knew Devontae Adams was no was far gone. He was too far gone. No longer signing with the Packers. Um, he goes to the AFC West, which is now the probably I would I, I think confidently I'll say the best division in football. Um, yeah, it's not. It's barely a debate. It's like yeah, it, it really is barely a debate. It is possible. Every other it, it team is definitely the best division. You could say the NFC West, but they don't have a quarterback. So what are we doing? Yeah, you know, it's it's really up for. It doesn't uh, count. Uh, it doesn't count I, if one of the teams in your division has a weak spot. The what makes the AFC West the powerhouse is that there's no weak spot. Yeah, the Chargers had a weak they, defense. They got Khalil Mack and a. You know, a Pro Bowl cornerback. The Bear or the the Raiders. You know, had uh, you know Darren Waller, but they didn't really. They had Tyler uh, Renfro, mm-hmm. and they were looking for another guy. Now Tyler Renfro will be the number two, and now Devontae Adams is your number one. With Josh Jacobs still running the football, Derek Carr's playing and, good ball, and the Chiefs, and, and they have a good defense with Max Crosby there. So yeah, Max Crosby just signed know. a huge extension. Good for him. Uh, yeah. and then the Chiefs are the Chiefs. You know, and as long as mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are working together, it doesn't matter. Like they were, I think they were like, I don't know, they were like two and four at week six, and they were like the Chiefs. You know, people were counting them out, and there they are again hosting an AFC Championship game, yep. like they end up doing every yep. year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a big, this is a big deal. I'm not trying to say mm-hmm. it's not, but 
my only concern is there's new there's a there's a lot of new going on in Oakland or in Las yep. Vegas. A lot of new. Mm-hmm. And anytime there's a lot of new and this goes for my Broncos too. Like Russell Wilson's great and people are saying, Oh, the, this is there's already arguments that we're going to have the best offense. Just offense, they're saying. We'll have the best offense because of our weapons and Russell Wilson in our running game. And it's like, yeah. well, it's really new. You know, sometimes new takes a little time to see how it unfolds. Yep. When, uh, you know, when uh, Beckham came to Cleveland, that was Super Bowl hype. And this is what this reminds me of, kind of. Because, and I'm not saying... <clears throat> I'm not saying the franchises are exactly the same, but the Cleveland hype when Odell came is how everyone all of a sudden feels about Oakland. But Mm -hmm. how did that pan out? Odell Beckham was the best receiver in the NFL, and it was not a debate when that trade happened. And that is the same Mm -hmm. thing Devontae Adams is right now. But don't forget Mm -hmm. that Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, right? He's a bad man. So, like, you you don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball. And also... The numbers might be a little inflated because Aaron Rodgers has trust issues and doesn't throw to a number two or a number three. He only mm-hmm. looks for Devontae Adams. So that's going to be mm-hmm. hard for him, but not talking about him. I'm talking about Good. The, yeah, I'm talking about the AFC West. And is Derek Carr going to be Aaron Rodgers? You know, they played together in college, so the chemistry is always going to be there. So I think that's like, a, you know, a reason to think that it'll work. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm not going to buy into the hype. All, you know, I'm a Broncos fan, so literally it, I can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you really can't. But, like, you see the truth to what I'm saying. Let's give it some time. Let's yeah. watch a preseason game. You know, let's and, – and, and, you know, talking about that, the consistency and how everything's kind of brand new. Personally, and I don't know how, how out there this take is, AFC West, I'm still taking the Chiefs to win the division. Um like you said, they have Mahomes. They've got they've got, <laughs> got Tyree Kill. They got Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Frank Clark, brand new edition of Juju, which I think he'll kind of um, uh, he'll kind of mesh in with that. I think you know he's a, he's a, he's a big personality. I think he's he's going to come in and, and and produce the way he's been producing. Now the where where I don't where I think this may go a little crazy for people out there and for you, I think the Raiders come in second and go in with a wild card spot. I don't think sorry, (laughs) (laughs) and I think the Broncos and the LA Chargers are kind of a toss up. I think this is the first time in NFL history that four teams will make the playoffs in the same division. Ah, oh, there's no. I can't. I, well, there's say, no way. It, I don't think so. I think. I think most teams. So every team plays each other twice. So I think that, you know there's going to be a lot of splits. There's and I. I, mm-hmm. I imagine most of the wins are going to come at home. So the Broncos play the Raiders on the road. They lose. They play the Raiders at home. They win. I think it's going to happen mm-hmm. a lot because home field advantage is really big in Denver. It's really big in Kansas mm-hmm. City. Uh, the mm-hmm. Chargers don't really have one, so they'll probably lose the most divisional games. And then the Raiders. I was pretty impressed when they had their Monday night opener last year. Uh, I was like, yeah, wow, yeah. this is kind of cool. Like, there's a – you could feel the buzz in the air. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I think there's going to be a lot of splits. But even if you split it 1-1, you know, that's – you know, just with the division, it's only three losses. Uh, so then you take three losses if it's all split, and you add, let's say, three more, three or four mm-hmm. more. Which isn't crazy to think that they win all their rest of the games besides, you know, four. 
And, yeah. you know, you got a team that has lost seven games, so that's a 10-7 and seven record. We had people mm-hmm. making the wild card this year with nine wins. Uh, so with the 17-game schedule, I just don't see these teams losing more than, like, you know, that's, that's seven games. I don't see them losing more I- than seven games. I don't know, man, but you're you're talking about this newness, right? Like, we, like we look back at teams that get get additions and and don't really live up to the hype of it, right? The Browns with OBJ being being the most latest example, I guess I would say. Um, I the consistency with 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 Kansas City is there. I still think they win the division. I think the Raiders are the only other team to get out of that division with a playoff spot. I, I love Russell Wilson. I know he's consistent. He's, he's your guy in Denver. Um, I just don't think they're better than the Raiders really, especially after the Raiders made the playoffs last year and you added Devontae Adams to a team that's already shown success and has shown some sort of consistency with Derek Carr. I, 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 think that's, I think that's kind of the, the one and two there is Kansas City at number one, winning the division, possibly a first-round bye with the best record in football again. Um, and then the Raiders, you know, right behind them with a, with a wild-card spot. I think, you know, you, you, you say, you know, the three losses, you split one and one, that's, that's probably the best bet. You add three, four losses maybe, that's seven six seven games i think uh i haven't really looked at the the schedule but i just don't think the broncos are that much better than kansas city or the raiders and i don't think la with the terrible luck they always have even with the addition of khalil mack on their defense is going to really take that step into winning the division and getting over that hump yet i still think you know herbert we mentioned it on a couple episodes before like sometimes he'll he will be throwing the ball, slinging it, fucking touchdowns, and we'll be like, holy shit, Herbert is, is, is a fucking top five quarterback. And then other days, like you said, we won't even hear about the Chargers. And we're like, did they have a fucking bye week? And, and they bad lost. coaching, too. 40 to... Yeah, You're going exactly. for it on fourth and down every time. Like it's, Exactly. It's, you know, lost. they got Staley there. Yeah. So, so, so I just don't think that... And I th- I don't know. I really like the fourth down, go for it, going for it on fourth down. <laughs> Not on fourth and I just 20 think... from your own 30-yard line. <laughs> Good point. Um, but I just don't think that LA Chargers are really are, are, are that much better. I, I might even put them fourth in division. I, I, I will put the Denver Broncos third because I think they have a, a, a bit more solid. Uh, they have a new coach, too, that, that kind of plays into it. So who knows how that's going to go. I just think with, with the consistency that, that Kansas City has played with, and the Raiders making the, the playoffs last year, I think I'm putting them one and two, and Broncos third, Chargers fourth in that division. But it's a fucking powerhouse of a division, though. Yeah, powerhouse. I got, I got the uh, you know. I think the Broncos and Chiefs are going to fight for the number one spot. Russell Wilson's a winner, and that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's more of a winner than Patrick Mahomes because he's been to more Super Bowls, and you just brought in. <laughs> you just brought that guy in, so uh, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I, un- I understand that it, it's unpopular. I think that it's going to be a Week 17 game, Broncos Chiefs, and I think the winner of that game is going to be much like the Raiders Chargers game last season to mm-hmm. see who's going to oh, take yeah. the number one spot. Uh, yeah. Just a list. So the Raiders are playing Jacksonville. That's going to you know, and this is the AFC West. So these are like the divisions we're playing because you know all the teams play mm-hmm. the same division with like two randoms. So like yeah. they're playing, you know, 
just think of the AFC West, not just the Raiders, but Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I know the Broncos a dub. are playing them at Jacksonville. So are the Raiders. So uh, that's a dub. Then you got <laughs> <laughs> you got the Houston Texans. Um, we don't have to go. I'll just read them out. We don't have to say dub, but just keep it in mind. Houston Texans, yeah. Indianapolis Colts, Arizona Cardinals, 49ers, Los Angeles Rams, Titans, Seahawks, Patriots, Saints, Steelers. I see like, you know, eight teams in there that aren't very good. If you win a couple of those games that are a toss up and take care of your division at home, I could see There's how a good all mix these... of good and bad teams there. Yeah, like the Titans and Rams were tough, and then you have the mm-hmm. like teams like the Seahawks and Steelers and Jag or whatever. And then you have the Jaguars and mm-hmm. Texans. So yeah, it's not like they're playing a uh, you know powerhouse. I actually feel bad for the the teams that are playing the AFC West because those are the guys looking at their schedule like, oh shit, we got to play the Chargers, Broncos, yeah. and Chiefs, and Raiders in one season. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but that's what we have to do every year. Like you said, with with Patrick Mahomes kind of hype wearing off, you bring in all these quarterbacks, Derek Carr, Herbert, Russell Wilson, it's definitely going to, I think, while it might hurt, while, while the hype is kind of wearing off, I think really the only thing Mahomes had to worry about was possibly Herbert because Derek Carr wasn't amazing. He made the playoffs, sure, but that was on, that, that's a team effort, right? Um now he has to worry about Russell Wilson, and will that will that will that increase his his I guess wanting to win that division? You know, now now it's more of a you know we're talking about this. I'm sure he's hearing the noise about the AFC West being the best division, and I'm sure he's like, well, fuck. Now I got to play better than I have been. You know, is that something that's going to elevate him now to the next level? So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, pers- personally, again, I just think. Chiefs with their with their uh, consistent success are going to win the division again. Raiders are second, um, but you never know. Again, like you said, we're all just speculating. We're all just speculating what's going to happen and whether or not these things are going to happen are going to have to play out in front of us in 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 this upcoming season. But I, I, I'm going to stick with my picks. I know you're not happy about it with the Broncos being <laughs> being in the bottom no, half I'm of the not. division, but you know. <laughs> The, the the joke actually would be because people ask me why I hate the Chiefs so much besides the fact that they're in, in my division. It's because they beat us 11 times oh my in a God. row. And that kind of dominance, yeah, and a lot of people don't realize it's been that long. <laughs> yep, it's been that long. It's actually, it's been a long time. And I think it would, I, you know, it'd be crushing is that we bring in Russell Wilson and lose to the Chiefs twice. Oh, that I would be, I'm telling you like. hilarious, dude. And, you know. The, that's those are the games I care about the most this season. Oh man! Uh, if we could just beat the Chiefs, if we could go one in sixteen and beat the Chiefs Not in Denver, <laughs> I might right? take yeah, it. That'd be a... no. I Ooh, want them to do it okay, in Arrowhead. All, right. all right, that's that's an interesting one. I like that, but we'll have to see. You know, again, Devontae Adams being 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 put with the Raiders, Juju being put with the Chiefs. It's going to be a great division to watch. A lot of good football is going to come out of that. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll also keep an eye on uh, Kyle's brother's boner, uh, whether or not that's going <laughs> to go from quarter chub or not. 
So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting division to look at. We're going to keep an eye on it, and I think what we should do before the season starts, you know, maybe like the third preseason game in, I think Kyle and I will – Kyle and I will do is kind of go over each division, call our winner. Um, I think that'll be cool to kind of do that preseason, look back on it once the Super Bowl week comes around and be like, well, we were right about that. We were very wrong about that. So we should uh, we should absolutely do that. And yeah. Again, you know, it's going to be – it's going to be a great division. It's going to be good for football. It's it's going to be fun to watch. And let's move on to your guy, Mr. Von Miller. What? Oh wait, yeah. Last thing about that. Last thing about that is uh, there's uh, anytime a team has like uh, a homecoming. So like Tom Brady when he played New England yeah. last year. Um, the I know the NFL when they're making the schedule, they try to put it kind of in the beginning of the season, yeah. like a week four type thing. Because we move on as fans, and the emotional attachment to that game kind of drops. So in the first four weeks of the season, I think that there's going to be a primetime game, Denver Ooh. at Seattle. Because yeah. I know that we play at Seattle. So that's just that's a big one. I'm circling that. You know, yeah, that's going to be we'll the, probably. Yeah, yeah that's we'll going to either, either be a together. Thursday night, Sunday night, or Monday night football game. That has to be. Yeah, yeah they're not think putting so? that. No, you don't think so? <laughs> that's. No, that, that think, that's okay. Sunday all right. night all the we'll, way. We'll definitely bring you that that yeah. uh, that uh, I guess live stream. We can do a live stream for sure on that game. That would be fun to do, and it, it'd yeah, be, that'd it'd be, be awesome. awesome if you know Denver lost to Seattle. That'd be great. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's actually, it might be hard to do a live stream when hey, I'm at the game. You might hey, it, it might be a little little cool though to kind of have your uh... yeah. You know what? Well, you'll take some video. You'll you'll be like, hey, it's Kyle from Only Football. Exactly. Go live from the game. Fucking uh, from uh, Seattle here, watching the Broncos uh, trying to kick the shit out of the the Seahawks, which I think they will. I just talked. (laughs) I'll be like, uh, "Hi, Rick. I just talked to you know." Just talked to Russell Wilson. What what his feelings are on the game, and uh, he feels really confident. He, uh, you know, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be. He said he doesn't want to make he doesn't want to make it about him and he's just focused on winning. That's going to be crazy, dude. Because you know Seattle's already got that twelfth man yeah. thing going with that loud stadium. To see like how he's going to be greeted when everything on the news, which and I was going to tell you like it's so confusing because he did mm-hmm. his press conference this week. We didn't do an episode since then, but he did his press conference. He landed in Denver. He went to the mm-hmm. Children's Hospital right away because he's a great person. And then after that, he uh, got a tour of the facility, and then he did his, like, press conference, like, you know, with the jersey and everything like that. And he was saying – they asked him straight up about leaving Seattle. And they were like, you know, what what about, like, people saying that you wanted out? Like, why did you want out and stuff like that? And he said that Mm. it was mutual. But the Seattle Seahawks said it wasn't mutual. It was all in Russell Wilson. But Wilson Wilson doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that – I mean, whether no matter what you believe, he comes a, across as a guy mm-hmm. with high convictions. Uh, so, like, when I see, like, a guy like that say, like, no, I want out, it's like I, I kind of believe him, and it's mm-hmm. not just because I'm being a homer. So the Seattle fans, because I know you're not here right now, the 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 way that people feel in this area about Russell Wilson really? is not positive. So, like... This isn't going to be like Manning coming back to Indianapolis yeah. with people wearing his yeah. jerseys and signs and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's going to be not very welcoming. Wow. And uh, that was just the last thing I wanted to say because I know you're not here right now, so you don't know what yeah. the buzz is around the city. 
but a lot of people aren't That's interesting. Too happy I really, really would have thought, um, you know, you saying that, I would have thought Russ comes in, they do a nice little video, um, um, I guess, I don't know, like a video of him just being, yeah. Thank, thank you for you, your thank service. You for your, uh, <laughs> thank you for making it relevant uh, video. And then I would have, ex- I'll expect some booze, you know, during during the game. I think I think he's gonna get booed. It's part of the game, man. It's it, it is what it is, right? So, I think I thought that's what was gonna be the the uh, I guess kind of leading up to the game. But wow, I didn't know that the Seahawks fans were that mad at him. I guess we'll call it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's a video or not. We'll be having a great time. I'd love yeah, to watch that game with you. So let's Von move Miller, on to dude. Von let's, Miller. Let's do it. He, old Von, old Von Millie man. Uh, choose. Oh, I bet this one he hurt. Chose the Bills <laughs> over the Rams for a six-year, one hundred twenty million dollar deal. I think why Kyle th- why Kyle says it hurts is because there was a little bit of word, a little bit of reports talking about him reuniting with the Broncos, kind of having his 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 uh, twilight of his career end with the Broncos, and obviously that didn't happen. He. Yeah was quoted, you know, saying it came to the very end, you know, obviously with the with the uh, agreement talks. Uh, Coach McVay, they did everything that they possibly could. Um, it's unfortunate that I'm not a Ram, but I'm a Buffalo Bill. He's excited to be there, and he wants to uh, – he, uh, he said he had a – he thinks he has a better chance winning another Super Bowl with the Rams. I don't know what you think about that. I'm sorry, with the, uh, um, with the Bills, with the Bills. Yeah. Well, you mean the Bills? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree completely. And right now, I think the Bills are my favorite to win the Super Bowl. Um, and I think if the Bills would have played the Bengals in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been close. So I think it was just a matchup thing with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs got the ball last. And the overtime I think rule. the Bills, I think Josh Allen, yeah. And Josh Allen, he is a top five quarterback in the NFL, but he's not going to be considered one until mm-hmm. he gets to a Super Bowl. But if you had to start a franchise right now, uh, and you know, and they both these players were young, and I could pick Aaron Rodgers or Josh mm-hmm. Allen, I would take Josh Allen. And it's because Josh, because Aaron Rodgers has proven whether we like it or not that he doesn't win in the postseason. Yeah. He's too conservative. And dude, Russell Wilson has more Super Bowl appearances than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I love that. I so love that stuff. I know it's like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like. But Russell Wilson's no. not a mediocre quarterback. He was on a bad – I think that the world's going to realize really quick, really fast. Oh, yeah, you're going to remember. So when it comes to Josh Allen, I think that he's going to get over that hump. I don't even think it's a hump, though. Mm-hmm. I don't even like that terminology because it almost sounds like there's something mm-hmm. that he needs to do. And honestly, it's almost like when uh, – you know, the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, played in 2019 Golden State, and it was like game one when JR yeah. has the ball, and he didn't know doing? what time it was. Uh, yeah, it was almost like that, where Cleveland played their best game, and they could have mm-hmm. won, but they lost. And it was like, and then they lost the rest of the games. I feel like as a Bills fan, you kind of feel like, well, that was our best yeah. shot, and it didn't work. We're not going to get much better than that. But I don't think ultimately that's the truth. I think they're probably going to get a little bit better with the additions on defense. And I think it's going to be really hard for other teams to uh, go back and forth with them the way they're going to do it. But um, 
you were saying if the the Bills are the favorite over the Rams, mm-hmm. I think definitely. Now, was that Von Miller saying that, or is that just the word? Is that on the one hundred? Is that the one hundred twenty million dollars um, saying that? You know, over six years. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm actually asking, oh, no. he, like, who said well, that? He said that he expects to win multiple Super Bowls with the Bills, and uh, I, yeah, I know absolutely. I think him. the same thing too. Um, while the Rams had a very good year, and you know, we <clears> talked about it, they 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 fucking paid their way to their su- to Super Bowl in a, in a sense, right? I just don't think they're built for that long term success. Yeah, AFC divisional round. Von Miller comes to Denver <laughs> Yo. for the playoffs. Dude, that would be the, the, the storylines for uh, this year are going to be amazing. They're going to be really good. You have Tom Brady coming back, Sean Watson, Von yeah, Miller, just... all the Russell Wills. Like you have all these storylines. Like it's this is why NFL, the NFL is 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 the is America's sport right now, and and you can't get any you can't get it any better than that. Yeah, and and there's something also about the Rams, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. I I I just don't think they're going to be able to repeat this, because last time they made it to the the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they did it with Jared Goff, and I understand mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford's a lot better, but then they like kind of went away a little bit. I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're going to go all the way, but the teams that are able to go to back to back Super Bowls are teams that have like. The teams mm-hmm. that are very, very good, mm-hmm. like the Chiefs when they went back-to-back. Um, I don't know if the Rams are very, very good to the level mm-hmm. to be able to repeat. Um, because that's just not many te- teams do it. Statistics show you that yeah. it's not going to happen. So if you're telling me that i got to go against the odds to take the Rams versus what is more uh, you know, favorable in the odds is a team like the Bills finally mm-hmm. makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that he's absolutely right. And I don't think that they're going to be able to keep all their pieces. And they just traded Robert Woods mm-hmm. uh, away to Tennessee. And Tennessee got rid of Julio. So that, I guess that's how that domino fell. They're going to pick up Julio. Um, <laughs> no, I got a friend, or he's not really, he's not a friend, but he's a buddy. Um, he's a pal. Acquaintance. I've only met him a couple of times. But he, we're Facebook friends, and this dude <laughs> yeah. is diehard Rams. He's got an Aaron Donald-signed yeah. helmet. Uh like uh, lives and breathes them the way we do like our teams. So I listen mm-hmm. to him when it comes to his team because, you know, when you're that crazy into it, you know everything. And he said, Robert Woods is irreplaceable. Uh, and I said, really? Yeah, yeah but that's us. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the way that we look at it from the outside. But we don't understand, like, the role he plays and training other people yeah, and how consistent he's been. And, not, and, and now he's gone, so... And I, I don't think Odell has signed. I, I don't. I don't anywhere, think so. I think he's. Uh, I think he's just looking for money at this point. I don't know if he's going to really sign with the Rams. So there's too much inconsistency going on, and the, and I it, they can try to run it back. And I'm not saying they're not a playoff team, but um, what are the? I haven't heard anything about Bills losing players. I haven't heard one story about how the Bills yeah. just let this guy walk. The only guy I know that left. Was uh, their uh, wide receiver, the, oh, Cole the white guy yeah. that is kind of like a the only one, Cole Beasley, and it's like Cole Beasley, yeah, okay, but you just added Von Miller. I mean, the consistency is like, there with the Bills. It, it's 
and it's going to continue for a couple yeah. of years. Exactly. And it will be and, for and, years. And I think that's what I think, you know, you saying this and just looking at it in that in, in this way is the same thing that Von Miller said uh, when he was looking at which team to resign with. Do the Rams eh, do the Rams really have that consistency? Well, do the Bills were right there. You know, they could have easily been in the Super Bowl as well. So I think I'm going to go there. They already have a very good defense. Their offense is incredible. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. They don't have a running game, which, I mean, in this 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 kind of NFL, you know, uh, you don't necessarily need. Um, it's good to have, I guess, but yeah, I don't think you necessarily need that. The Bills showed that. Oh, that's, you think so? It's a bad I don't take. know, man. I <laughs> Yeah. I think you absolutely cannot be well, one-dimensional on offense. I'm not saying you got to run for you know two two running backs with a thousand yards, but you need to you know have some guys oh, stuff in the box once box, in a while. But I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like like their their running backs are just not good. You never hear about the Bills' running game. You constantly hear about Stephon Diggs, about um, Josh Allen. And they made it to the divisional round. They lost in overtime against the Chiefs, which, again, they should have won that game. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad take. I think it's maybe a take that not a lot of people are obviously saying right now. But being one-dimensional, sure, it, it is kind of easy to to formulate a defense against. But when you don't have these guys, what else can you do, right? Fucking... Dawson Knox, Stefan Stefan Miller, these guys are fucking finding ways to, to, to be open and, and, and to make the offense as deadly as it is. And I don't know. I don't think it's a bad take. I just if they do find a running back who's good, then that makes the Bills a very, very dangerous team. But the last couple of years have showed that they haven't needed a running game for a very long time. Yeah, especially when your quarterback runs for 500 <laughs> yards. You know, Josh Allen's he, a lot more athletic he, than people. I, I mean, people talk he about is it, but the he's very game. athletic. Yeah, and he, he does, does not, not slide. He fucking throws yeah. <laughs> all that fucking body into whoever's trying to tackle him. And, you know, mad props to him for doing that. But, yeah, they, Josh Allen is the running game. You know, he's he's not as fast as Mike Vick, but Mike Vick was the running game for the fucking Falcons, you know, when he was a quarterback. So it's – yeah. And his his deal, I mean, we didn't really talk about it, but six years is you know it, it was a head scratcher for a lot of people because they're like Von Miller will get signed to mm-hmm. a three year deal most likely, and then he did double that, and it was like oh six years like how wait let me yeah when was Von Miller well, and, born and I, <laughs> like uh, is he going to be able to play for six more years so his contract actually yeah the way it's working out is that they they will uh, they'll pay him. Like, I guess like twenty percent of it for the first three years, and then it's like able to be restructured or reevaluated in in a long term situation. So they got to see like what happens in the first three years. It's not as it's not like the Bills yeah. went all in on Von Miller. It's really not mm-hmm. even a long term commitment. It's just a really uh, good contract on the eye. But we, you know, the nitty gritty of the contract is uh, favorable for both parties if they want to uh, leave or anything like that. Now, the Broncos agent did call, uh, or the Von Miller's agent did call the Broncos, and they did have uh, communication because Von did mm-hmm. want to come back yeah. to Denver. That's where he wanted to play football. And the fact of the matter is we couldn't pay him the money, that $120 million contract. And I don't blame Von Miller for going, oh, you yeah. got to get that money while you can. You know, Go get your money. No hard feelings there, but... We weren't uh, 
we weren't willing to pay that exactly. Much and for like him, you said, so. the contract is structured in a um, way where it's beneficial to both parties. You know, the rant, the, the the bills aren't going to actually pay the hundred twenty million. I'm sure they'll cut him, or they'll be like, hey. You want to spend your last year in Denver? All right, let's mutually agree to you know get rid of this contract and you go play your last mm-hmm. year or two in Denver. And, and and I also think George Patton, mm-hmm. who's our general manager, he you know he came into this thing and he wanted to establish a lot of new and new things. And Von Miller was like the only thing that was old. It's like if you start a new airline, you don't want people from Delta and American Airlines to come in. You want people that have never mm-hmm. been a flight attendant before so you can train exactly. them and mold them the way you want. So Von Miller, when he left, he, you know, he went to the locker room, our GM, and he said, hey, Justin Simmons, this is your team. You know, uh, Jerry yeah. Judy, you're the leader now. This you're is number Gordon one. Sutton. You're the leader of this offense. And you bring Von Miller back, and it almost feels like, in a way, it's like when you move away from a city because you got to get better, and then you you go back. Even if you have more mm-hmm. money, you feel mm-hmm. like you digress somehow. The psych the psychology behind it, I think they, you know, thought if we bring Von Miller back, you know, we're trying to do a new thing here, and even though he's really good, and you know everything was right, something about it just or felt forced, a little even, off. Right? Um, but yeah, or forced, yeah, almost like a relationship, you know. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy for Vaughn. I think Buffalo should be considered the favorite to win. The, I think Absolutely. right now the Buffalo. I think Absolutely. Buffalo is They're number one right win now. The AFC East, even with like an improved uh, Patriots team from last last season. Well, the Jets. Uh, the Jet don't. It's the, sleep Jets, on the Jets. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's the fucking <laughs> no, Jets. I'm, I'm just uh, no, I mean they're definitely a team to consider, right? But I think at the end of the day, we're going to be talking about. Uh, whether or not the Bills are going to be the number one seed in the AFC, really, at the end of next season. That's, I think, what we're talking about. We're not even talking about are they going to win the division. We're going to talk about do does the Super Bowl run through Buffalo at that point. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's like when the NBA builds these super teams and you're like, man, you just ruined the whole story because <laughs> yeah, I already exactly, know the ending. Exactly. You know? It, it's like... Buffalo's like in that category for me. It's like it's not about who's you know gonna be in the AFC Championship. It's like exactly where the yeah. Bills and, gonna and play. You know, I, I like I like and, the Bills. I love the Bills. Uh, but they're eventually gonna get that Kansas City hate where they're gonna be good for too long a period of time, and everybody's gonna be like, <laughs> "Fuck Josh Allen. He's a fuck that guy. He's a fucking blah blah blah." The Bills suck, but you know, and yeah, it's. Dude, they were bad they, for so honestly, long. Like, honestly, leave them they haven't alone. been good since the mid nineties or something like that. Like, come on. Yeah, and and the Bills fans are funny. The Bill Mafia. Did did you see the thing that I guess it's like viral? But they uh, they bring a dildo like to the game, <laughs> yeah. and when an opponent scores, I they throw a dildo in the playoffs. And guy, like, years. that's hilarious. Like, what do you even say to somebody when you're going through security and you pull it out and you're like, "Oh, this is this is for this is for Devontae Adams." Think, you know? I think what they what security does is like, "Okay, are you sitting by the end zone? Okay, you can bring the dildo in." That's the only that's the only requirement. Yeah. Are you sitting at one of the end zones? Okay, cool. Oh, let's go. Oh, you're upper decker. You're a pervert. Oh, so you're just a weirdo. Got it. Okay, give me that thing. You're out. Um, but yeah, uh, another exciting week of NFL news, of NFL free agency, and you know, again, consistently staying in staying in the news. Uh, this is why the NFL is great, man. This is why 
I love talking about the NFL. I love seeing all the moves across the league. And even though the Bears, the Bears have made some good signings. Um, I just don't, you know, I don't think they're going to really compete. Um, <clears throat> but it's very exciting to just see what's going on in the NFL. And, and you know, we, we, you said it last week, it's going to be tough for the NFL to kind of kind of uh, come up with another week that was last week. But this week showed that it, it's kind of on par with that week, right? Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, it is. I think the Sean Watson <laughs> no, it is. back this is a big, crazy week. big one. Yeah, and the weeks are kind of. I think it'll oh, yeah. die down yeah. a little bit now, but like like I said, it'll be interesting to see those guys with tier two quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield will be mm-hmm. the next big story, I presume. So uh, we'll, yeah, I'll be sure. following well, that. Um, yeah, after that exciting week, like you said, Baker Mayfield, we'll we'll keep we'll keep you guys in the know on what's going on. If you follow us at on Instagram at Crack One Media, always putting up stories, always putting up clips of of our episodes. So. Keep an eye out for that. You can follow me on Twitter at and now Rick and Kits or sorry, Kyle is still not created a Twitter. I'm so mad at him. He still has to do that. Oh, I got you. He, Next okay. time I'll have a Twitter. And I'll be so good at Twitter, it too. He's gonna tweet I'll like tweet. three times a month. Um, but if he uh, <laughs> if he doesn't have a Twitter <laughs> by next episode, we uh, we're gonna crowdsource a punishment for him. And uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man, unless there's anything else. You got anything else? Uh, no. It's just, you know, I really enjoy doing this. And, you know, I look forward to being able to continue it. I like the idea yeah. of the oh, live yeah. stream. So if anybody's listening to this and we could do some kind of live uh, live stream during a game, I think that would be really cool. I think uh, really when, cool. The, when the season um, rolls around, we should absolutely – try to do like um like a sunday where we kind of like live stream our, ourselves watching like the bears games the broncos games and maybe like a sunday night game or a monday night game you know maybe a thursday night game i think that would be really dope for uh, all the yeah. viewers to see us kind of just react to, to to certain games and things like that i think that would be great i think that'd be great yeah i definitely especially you know, we can make sure that we set it up for, you know, a game that actually exactly, matters yeah. or something cool. Like the we talked about the Wilson a, comeback or not something. Not a Jacksonville so. or a game or a fucking <laughs> Jets game. Jacksonville versus the <laughs> New York Jets. Yeah, I think we'll we'll save the live stream for another game. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, all right, man. Well, it was great talking oh, yeah. more football with you, and we'll uh, we'll see you all next week. See ya. All right, man. See ya.